Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. You're here with us uh, today, joining on the podcast. I don't know about you guys, but I've been getting to watch literally a front row view because I've been in the room, but of this whole series as they talk about, they've been talking about Pace Your Race, and it's been so good. It's been super powerful, been super um, needed, and um, you know, what was your favorite day? I want to have you comment down below already as we started off. We want to engage with you guys and get to talk with you guys, but um, what has been your favorite day of the podcast so far? Is it the one where we talked about comparison, and what was the other one we talked about? The first one, the first day, it was just in general what pace your race was and what your race was, right? Staying your course, Staying your course. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Um... So today, as we dive a little bit deeper into Pace Your Race, um, you know, I, I think it's super important, you know, we established what your race is, and your race in general is, um, is, is your life, is your purpose, is your calling, and then we dive into, you know, how we're not supposed to compare ourselves to others, and I want to even go even a step further, I think um, it's super important, um, I think we got to look, like, have you ever, like, looked at a race where someone messes up or been a part of a race, someone, you mess up in it, and you're going through um, that race, you trip up, you, you know, you, you, whatever it is, the baton pass, like, that, that falls short, and I think it's super easy to where you can focus on that, um, I was just talking to actually someone last night, and it's super easy, I think, as believers and as Christians, um, it can be super easy to look at our past and look at what was behind us, um, and not, and then that preventing us from going towards our future because we feel shame, we feel guilt, we feel um, maybe even a sense of like I already failed, I already messed up too much, to where it's, uh, too, it's too far gone. The race is too far gone to finish, um, and that's that's been- really good because honestly, you can't run forward in a race if you're looking backwards. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to picture someone in a hurdle race and they're running, getting ready to jump over the next hurdle because that's how, how many know that's life. We're going on straight on our course, but there's a hurdle. You know, always hurdles. It's how we, what we make of those hurdles. But you're running. Can you imagine? I can kind of picture in a crowd, in a race, there's a crowd. And here's another thing. Even if you're looking backwards, you trip up, whatever the, whatever the cause is, someone in the audience is going to go, you, I hear a crowd going, ah. Oh. And maybe the people are doing that, but don't be consumed by the reactions to your slip up. This yeah. morning, it's really strange. I've never heard this song. It's I think it was Ren Collective. I was just listening to on Spotify and I hit radio and I can't remember what the tagline for that radio, but there was a song like Coming Out Fighting um, by Ren Collective and it was like, you know, basically don't count me out. I'm coming out fighting. That yeah. people, when you fall, there are some people that are in your life that are going to help you up or are going to say you can do this or they're going to be sitting in their seat going, come on, get <laughs> up. But there are those. There are some that are going to be sitting in the crown going, I knew that was going to happen. I knew they had that problem. Don't be consumed by the negative. Come out fighting. That's so good. I mean, that's so good because when we think about it too, like in this journey, it's sometimes it's a fight. Like it's a struggle. I don't know about you guys, how your morning went, but today it was one of those struggle mornings. Amen. 
Amen. I mean, like, I feel like it's just kind of everyone I've talked to today so far. I mean, it's only like 8.30 in the morning, and everyone I've talked to has already said it's going to struggle. I was trying to run my race to the office today and hit every light. I watched a light coming out of uh, the main part of our neighborhood. I watched it five times. I don't think I've ever watched it more than maybe twice, and I watched it five times a day, and on the fifth time, I was like, son of a gun, I'm taking this light. I don't care what happens. Everybody move out of my way because I'm taking it. So um, I was trying to run my race to the office this morning and I got slowed down a little bit gotta say and I think even with that you know like going on honestly on this what we're talking about like if we exactly what you're saying if we fix our eyes what's behind us like we have the we don't have the ability to go forward and go efficiently if I'm looking like to my right it's it's like unlikely that I'm gonna go straight (laughs) like it'd be weird it'd be like Uh, what are you doing? Why are you walking like that? Why are you running like that? And it's the same thing, I think, in our walk with God. Like, if we don't have a vision and a purpose and the the finish line in front of us and the goal in front of us, um, we're not going to get there. And so, and, or if we do, it's going to be hurdles and trip ups and constant, constant, constant. And, you know, it doesn't mean to say, like, if we have the goal in mind that there's not going to be those moments where we, we fall short, where we mess up, where we make a mistake, where we could have done better here. But if we continually focus on that, we'll never get there where we want to be. Um, and it's super important, even if you think about driving. So maybe some of you guys are more like NASCAR fans. Uh, I know my husband is. I'm not. I think that's boring. But like, if you're even driving in general as a pass- as a person in this holding the steering wheel, if you're looking through your rearview mirror the entire time, it's dangerous. Like, there, it's there for a reason. And there's a purpose for it, and it's to maybe look back and say, like, wow, how, how far God's taken me. Oh, wow, you know what? I used to be there, but now I'm here, and it's by the grace of God. And so we could, we have that glimpse, but if we stayed looking at that rearview mirror, we would be completely, completely horrible drivers. Like, if we have a bigger windshield for a reason. The rearview mirror is this small for a reason. It gives us a window of opportunity to look back. Wow, I could have been there. And we have a full glass me- a window in front of us to say this is where I'm going um, and if we keep our eyes on this is where I'm going we stay consistent in that it's hard to lose that consistency in our day to day lives of just in general whether it be a goal that you're trying to meet in your personal life and your physical health and your financial health or even your spiritual health you know, I'm, you know what I want to get closer to God than I've ever gotten before okay well what's your steps to take there it's okay I'm going to get in his word daily I'm going to pray daily. I'm going to allow him to speak to me daily. And when we get in those consistent, I'm going and I'm going to stay and keep running. It doesn't mean you're not going to slip up at times. It doesn't mean there's not going to be a day. You miss your alarm. You don't hear, you uh, can't spend time with the Lord. It doesn't mean those days don't come. Of course, we don't aim for those things, but it doesn't mean they don't come. It means that we fix our eyes on what's ahead and we have the ability to, you know, I'm going to look at this trip up and I could let it totally deter me, take me off my track, or I'm going to keep going and keep running my race. You know, that reminded me of the scripture in Ecclesiastes 10.2 in the NIV version. It says, the heart of the wise inclines to the right, but the heart of the fool is to the left. So what is the right? The right is finding wisdom where? In the truth of God's word, in, in the promises of, of what he says, um, living above and not beneath, not being consumed by what, you know, what the naysayers say or what the 
winds say as we blow, but what, when we're steadfast in him, it says the heart of the wise incli- inclines to the right. And the other, there's another version that says a wise man's heart inclines him to the right, but the fool's heart to the left. Mm-hmm. That's the ESV version. So there's lots of different versions, but how do we stay in our lane? We have to, and how do we have, we have to have wisdom. And where do we find our wisdom? We keep our wisdom. I'm laughing at donuts and Chick-fil-A. That's I all know, I see. Like, this sounds so good. <laughs> That's right my trainer. I'm like, wow. <laughs> um, just so everybody knows, there's a Mrs. Field cookie from Radiant this, this Sunday. It's still on my kitchen uh, island calling me. It's still there. Honestly, I promise. I heard it was Yo, not good. I did not eat it. Temptation, temptation comes it. from everywhere. I stopped at the gas station last night after I left the gym just to grab some water. <laughs> And they literally are like, oh, yeah, we have a bunch of extra cookies. Do you want a free one or two? And I was like, no, as much but as I do what? want that, one. Let's think about that. There's going to be temptation that comes in our life. Even when we're steadfast, fixed on our race ahead, right, there's going to be things that come. But the Word of God also talks about not looking to the left or the right, but being having our eyes focused on what's forward. And that's what is the, one of the main things about staying in your lane and keeping your pace is keeping your eyes fixed and focused no matter what's going on with you. Here's the facts of the matter. The Olympics. There's people that are given out on the right and left of different ones, right? Yeah. And if they stopped to look at that person to see what happened, they would not keep their pace going forward. So be careful. Now, don't. Now, also, you have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit because sometimes the Lord asks you to stop and help someone up, right? And, and what's going on? You're going through your race and you're trying to get there, and the Lord puts you know people in our life, those you know um, divine connections that we're going to help. But you know, again, what is your purpose? What are you doing? But be careful not to look to the left or the right because because that will slow you down when you're headed for a goal. Mm, that's good. I mean, honestly, that's so good because it's super easy. I think in some one of my uh, leaders at our church was talking to me about this because I'm naturally, if you know me, I'm naturally like it takes a lot for me to be super structured. It takes a lot. And um, her and I are very similar personalities, and she was just giving me advice. And I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm getting in a really good routine um, and just like getting in general, like with whether it be my, my physical health, my um, spiritual health, my mental, like all of those things. I feel like I'm getting in a better routine to make myself healthier in those ways. Um, and then she like advised me because we're so similar. She's like, hey, I'm the same way. When I get in a routine, I love it, I'm going. But be careful, be cautious, and keep guarding your heart because there's going to be a day that you mess up and don't let that derail you on your journey. Um, And I think it's the same exact way. And honestly, the day after, it was like the worst day because I woke up super in like a panic. I didn't have time to go to the gym like I wanted that morning and uh, like all this stuff. And I, um, I lost my train of thought. But... Yeah, I didn't have time to do all the things that I wanted to do, and it instantly my morning started off wrong. I felt like this routine I just got in, I, I already messed up. I wanted to just, like, throw it all in and be like, I'm done with this routine. Like, it doesn't work. And I think... But is that when we get sidetracked a little bit, we stop, so we get a lot of those things to paralyze mm-hmm. us in our walk with so God? True. That here we are, we're focused on you know growing in whatever area that is. Only God, you know you and God. Some there's certain areas that you're you're kind of going through in life, whether it's you know bettering relationships, whether it's getting, just getting closer to God, whether it's trying to break um, you know addictions or bad habits, whatever it is. You know, isn't it like that that we would mm-hmm. get consumed and then it paralyzes us? and we don't do anything, here's another part. To stay focused, you got to take the next step. You can't stay yep. where you're at. You'll so never, never get anywhere if you stay exactly where you're at and you let circumstances or fear or anxiety or what people say keep you where you're at and you don't take the next step because you'll never get to your goal if you don't take the next step, even if it's a baby one. And we forget that. And here's what's, cra- here, here's what's crazy, and, and my kids could probably attest to this over the course of time, that when 
I don't have my thought process aligned within the word of God, it shows up in other areas. How about, how, how, how oh, sorry, who else has that happen that, you know, I know yeah, when I'm not in the sure. word of God in the same way, because other parts of my life are going to be chaotic. Like I will have disorder even in my house, you know, like I won't have, I'll just have clutter places. It's like almost my house is a representation of what's going on here and here. And so, you know, I, it, it shows up everywhere. It just doesn't show up in what you're thinking, but it also shows up in your relationships. It shows up in the choices that you're making. It shows up how you respond to people. Mm-hmm. So when you're not keeping within your lane and your lane is where the prize is your eyes fixed on Jesus yeah. and where is he so leading good. you? That's, that's your prize, right? That's your goal. Keep, no matter what happens, I'm going to keep my eyes focused on him. And when you do that, the other things just kind of fall in line because it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. All those other things, whatever they are, whatever those alls are for you, they're added unto you if you keep your eyes focused on him. Here's another thing, laying aside those things, those sins that so easily beset us. So crazy you're gonna you said that because I literally as she's talking, I'm here on my phone looking up this verse that came to mind in Hebrews twelve, one through three. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great crowd of witnesses, let us throw off everything. That means everything. Throw it off. Everything that hinders us in the sin that so easily entangles us. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. So maybe you don't have it perfect, but this is Jesus. He's the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him. So it's not the it's not the in-between. Think about it. It says, sorry, let me go on. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And you may look at your journey and say, I feel like giving up. I feel like, you know, I've messed up too much. I feel like this has happened, that's happened, whatever it may be that's causing you to want to give up on your journey, your purpose, your calling, what you feel like is your goal and your dreams and the things that God's placed in your heart. When you feel like giving up, we can model what Jesus did. And it says, it says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. It wasn't the momentary pain. Cause like there's, t- there's the time when he's in the garden, garden of Gethsemane, right before he's about to go to the cross where he he has a moment where he's like lord if this this can be taken from me if like this purpose that you placed for me to die on a cross for this these people if this can be taken from me like take it but if not like your will be done and it's the same thing he wasn't it's not like he enjoyed dying on a cross but it was the joy set before him it was the joy that came on the other side of that crossing that finish line um where he he got the opportunity to set everyone free and that's amazing and it's so whatever your journey is like don't give up on that because it's super important that you realize there's a joy set before you maybe on the other side of that fitness goal maybe God's been calling you to get in um, physical health on the other side of that there's a joy set before you maybe the eating right and the working out and the pain isn't fun the motivation comes and goes but for the joy set before you the other side of that is I'm a better person I'm, I'm healthier than I've ever been I get to live a longer life now because I'm putting the things in place to ensure that I get to, you know, give myself as a living sacrifice and be efficient in doing so. Or maybe your spiritual goal is getting closer to God. It's hard. To, sometimes you're not going to remember every, think about food, right? You're not, Pastor Aaron, my, our pastor says this often. If you you eat 
every day, right? It's you eat your breakfast, lunch, dinner every day. There's some meals that you have, maybe on like a birthday celebration or a fancy dinner you go to. You remember it. You're like, I remember when I got that burger. It was so good. I don't remember that, Justin. So my trainer's watching, so I don't remember those meals. But um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but... I, you know, you remember that burger, you remember that steak you want, and it was so good, best thing ever. Then there's other days that you, you know what, I just ate the salad, I just ate, you know, something to eat, and I don't remember what I ate yesterday, you know? And so it doesn't mean that it's not needed. Both are needed. Like, you need your food. Like, you need food every day. But just because it's not the most memorable meal you've ever eaten doesn't mean you don't need it. Um, and because you need nutri- nutrients in your body. And it's the same thing in your spiritual life. When you come to the Word of God, and there's going to be moments where you're reading the Word, and maybe it's not like this big, oh my gosh, the Lord spoke to me and gave me the biggest revelation. Um, and we don't feel necessarily, because we don't live by feelings, we live by what? We live by knowing who God is, and um, faith, is over, faith is, does not overcome what we know. And so... Um, you know, you may, with your relationship with God, there may be times when you're getting in his word, it's like, oh, this is like, I don't really feel anything coming out of this, but it's your daily bread. You need the daily word and the daily dose of the Lord. And sometimes there's going to be those wow moments where he speaks these huge revelations into your life. And sometimes it's just implanting the seed of his word. And it's important either way, because it's the words of God. That's why it's so important. It's not just the words of Paul and it's not those things. It's it's the word of God. Yeah. Someone mentioned on there prepping and knowing the plan. The way you get the plan is seeking first the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. He's going to add it to you. He's going to even add you a plan. But here's the thing. If you really don't know what your purpose is, I'll tell you one purpose. It's the the gospel mission is to know Christ and make him known. Mm -hmm. Love people, love God, and love people. Um, If you don't know what your purpose is and what your plan is at this point, that's okay. So take on that as your plan and purpose, to know God and make him known and to love God and love people yeah. until you get your path straight and you know exactly what your purpose is. Here's the thing. It, 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 when you said that, there's a scripture, and, and some of these notes are David already laid out, but it says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight, straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path, mm-hmm. Proverbs 4, 25 and 6, and that is um, the straight path. So the straight path facing Jesus. That's good. If you always, no matter if you don't know what your purpose is or you're at a loss of what to do, come back to the foot of the cross, leave it there, ask the Lord help. And if you just stay there for a moment, it's okay. Because if you sit at the feet of Jesus, you're going to be blessed. Even if you don't know what your next step is, come back to the foot of the cross. And then there's a resurrection coming right after that. Come on, somebody. So like when you, when you go to the feet of Jesus, like he didn't stay dead on the cross, he rose again. And that's important because we, I think we have the ability to mirror that number one. And literally, if we come to know God, we, um, we, obviously go to heaven but even figuratively speaking if we look at that as like a metaphor as well um we can go you know run to jesus's feet and recognize that in his presence there's fullness of joy so on the other side of that there's a resurrection in my and maybe if someone's going through depression if someone's going through anxiety there's a fullness of joy that comes when we come to the feet of jesus um and just even to go off of this it's a little bit gonna steer us a little bit in a tad bit of a different direction but 
I think it's so necessary. Um, true peace isn't found in the absence of problems. True peace is found in the presence of God. And it's kind of actually similar to what we were talking about, I guess, when you brought that up, going to the feet of Jesus. But, you know, when we think of it, like I think for me, I have a natural personality, and she can attest to this, probably everyone in this room, it's super anxious if I'm not careful. And don't laugh. Like she's like momming me with her like You're, n- you're smirk. never You're never anxious, ever. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that, guys. Come on, somebody. I'm working on it. Don't judge me on my journey right now. Um, but, you know, there's true peace that's found and isn't found in the absence of problems. And I think, you know, if we look at life as if I just had a problem-free life, like if there was no traffic this morning, if there was no hurdles, if healthy food tasted good. Come on, somebody. Can we I, can we make that a thing? If healthy food tasted good. Sure, there's cotton candy grapes. <laughs> Those are good. good. Um, <laughs> healthy food tasted good. If I had, you know, this coworker would just stop doing this. I love all my coworkers. It's not even towards anyone in here. Um, <laughs> I was like, they're all like side eyeing me, like, oh. Um, but true peace isn't found in the absence of these problems that we face. But true peace is found in the presence of God. That in the middle of those problems we face, in the middle of the trials that we face, in the middle of all those things, that we can actually find true peace that doesn't make sense and that's why it's the peace that passes understanding that god offers it doesn't make sense in our human minds to experience peace when there's chaos going when our world's going through a pandemic when everyone's uh racial tensions on a high when there's political unsettling all those things when we look at our situation even just in our world then dive down deeper into your life and maybe what you're going through it doesn't make sense to have peace. So it's not in the absence of problems. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yesterday, when there maybe wasn't something going on back in the day, today when there is a lot of stuff going on, and tomorrow when maybe there will be more. Like, he's the same yesterday, today, and and yesterday, today, and forever. And so that being said, like when we look at that, we actually have to look at, okay, if he's the same yesterday and today and forever, I keep saying that wrong. Yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, there we go. If he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, then we can look at that and say, okay, so if he's our peace, and that still remains today, how do I find that? It's going to his presence. It's not removing problems from your life. You know, sometimes there are certain practical things I think we can do, like if you're stressed because your schedule, get your schedule in order, get a calendar. Like do your practical step. Take Take your steps in that for sure. But Ultimately, it comes to running to Jesus and running to his feet and realizing that, like you said, there's victory on the other side of that. You know, let's be careful not to come to the Lord like we come to a fad diet. Yeah. He's consistent. Mm. So that's a really, and, so, and, and Justin mentioned earlier about being consistent. That's really the key to a lot of different things. I actually used the word consistent this morning when we were talking about um, a messaging of, of one of the, our, um, our business campaigns or whatever, but I was like, we have to have the same consistent message. Are we putting the same consistent thing out? Yeah. And I was talking yesterday to another uh, department head, and I was talking about, um, you know, we have to be consistent with, you know, our processes, how we're training, how we're, we're teaching, how we're imparting, how we're pouring in. So consistency really is is the key. How did I start this at? Because I read that comment. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you were saying, like, that consistency is the key of... of you know, how even something you're talking about with a coworker or with an employee, but how we have to put the same message out. A total brain well, fart. I'm sorry, it's, guys. It's, That's the real Diana. I actually had a brain fart. <laughs> it's the same thing, though. You honestly hit it on the nail still because consistency is such a big key to our walk with God. And consistency is in general. Like, even outside of your walk with God, if you want to look at a practical real-life race, any person that's running a race will tell you it's consistency. It's like 
the mind battle where I don't feel like it. I feel like giving up. I feel like not doing this anymore. I'm going to keep consistent because I have a goal. There's a prize on the other side of this. And the prize for the Christian walk is I get to know God more. And that's a big deal. I get to walk in freedom. I get where the uh, the son, who where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So if we're walking in tune and we're walking, our goal is to get closer to the Holy Spirit. We're going to have freedom. And that's an actual attribute of knowing the Holy Spirit and knowing the Lord and getting in closeness with Him. So it's so important that we stay consistent in that. Even when trials come, we're promised trials. Trials will come of many things. And many times we'll have those trials and those pains and those tribulations. But our hope that we hold to, the anchor of our souls is Jesus. Think of an anchor. What does it do? It makes a boat stable in the middle of like the waves and the wind and the craziness. If an anchor just worked to stay still when the water was still, completely still, no waves, no nothing, it wouldn't do just much. fad diets. Yeah, don't fad come diet. to don't come to Christ <laughs> like a fad diet. Sorry, I was like in deep thought. Like I've got to remember. We come to we sometimes we approach God like the fad diet, like the new revelation, the new thing that's going to be out there. But sometimes I think we're in a season of just back to the simplicity and the simpleness of know God, make Him known, love people. I mean, love God, love people. So I, I think sometimes we overcomplicate because we, we, you know, we do face challenges and things do seem chaotic. So we're yeah. trying to find the next way to overcome this, like whatever the new fad is, whatever the new message is, whatever the new whatever, instead of just coming back simplicity and then allowing God to kind of work on those areas. You know, as they mentioned about um, sometimes healthy food doesn't taste good, but it's necessary for our body. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, going to the, to the word of God doesn't feel good, right? Because it challenges us, but it's what's necessary to get into our heart so so that our pace and our walk and our race is one that the Lord can look at us and say, well done. You know, even Jesus on the cross, what did he say? Father, why have you forsaken me? So sometimes we're going to have seasons. Even Jesus, the blim, you know, the spotless lamb of God, questioned. So don't feel bad if you're in a season where so much is going on. You're trying to pace your race. You're trying to get to your goal. And yet all along the way, you're questioning, but God, where are you? Right? Mm-hmm. Even Jesus said, why have you forsaken me? And he hadn't. He could have called 10,000 angels at any point to see, but he still kept with his with his his purpose, right? His calling. He knew he he knew he was born to die, right? So, um, but yet, even knowing his purpose. So here's here's the little nugget. Even yeah. when you know your Good. purpose, it may be uncomfortable, and you may question God. But that doesn't mean your purpose has changed, and that doesn't mean you've so you've big. you've failed God because you question it. You're just still going through it. That's so good. Build your consistency early, too. If I hadn't spent the first month this year telling myself I'm not missing a day going to the gym and talking Mm -hmm. myself out of it, I would have talked myself out of going yesterday. I would have talked myself out of going Mm -hmm. so many different days. But because I built that consistency literally five days a week for, for all of January, I would not let myself not go to the gym. Lair I'm going to come out fighting, man. That's what I'm going to do. That's and my I, theme today. I'm not Anthem, joking. But that song it has on. made all the difference in the world yeah. as far as like my my workout routine now. Like literally yesterday, I was so tired and I was like, no, I have to go. I have to go because if that's I miss so tonight. Good. And that's where it, when you're early on, build the consistency early. If you build the consistency earlier, it makes your mindset easier. It, it, it sets your mindset for later down the road. And when you feel your way into that, this is the last thing. And then, Mike, you can go ahead and kick it off to the uh, closing uh, announcements, but when you feel your way into it, you will feel your way out of it. 
But if you know your way into it and you know, okay, I'm doing this and I have the goal in mind, I'm getting closer to Jesus, I'm reaching this goal, and I'm going alongside it with Jesus. Um, it's the light of God it. will lead you out of a dark place. Save for the people in the back. <laughs> the light of God will help you out of a dark place. That's good. Dave did chime in. He's not in the studio, but consistent. He said, uh, Pastor Aaron said this this morning. Consistency isn't accomplished in a day; it's accomplished daily. Consistency mm-hmm. creates trust that eventually creates buy-in. So good. That's awesome. Run your race. Come on, somebody. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you all for tuning. I don't know what just happened with my slider. Thank you all for tuning in this morning. We hope you guys enjoyed today's series. Um, if you guys would like, I just hit myself in the mouth with a microphone. Um, and I hear Ezra laughing behind me. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in today. If you guys would like to opt in to our daily encouragement text messaging thread, you can text EZGC to 813-522-3356. It is completely free. It's a simple text message Dave sends out every single morning. It's just a little pick me up to start your day off. To everybody who joins us live on YouTube and Facebook, we really appreciate you guys always being there. The feedback, the constant comments, you know, the encouragement that we get from you guys, it does mean the world to us. So we appreciate you being here. However, if you can't make it live with us every single morning, you can always catch us. We have the replays every day on YouTube that are uploaded, so you can always watch there. Or we're really pushing Apple Podcasts right now, but we're also on Spotify, Google, and every podcasting platform. But make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite one. We're always there. It's up every single day, so you can always have us on the go. If you're watching on replay, if you're listening to any of our audio platforms, you can join us live every single morning on Facebook and YouTube at 8.30 a.m. EST. We are always live. We're always willing to have more people come in, throw, you know, come in, throw a comment at us, tell us all Ezra Short. We always love making that joke. That one never gets old. But come join us. Our newest drop, Summer 21, is up on faithgear.co. Make sure you check it out. We have a very limited supply. Grab it while you can because once it's gone, it'll take us at least probably about a month for us to restock any items that run out. And that's assuming that we do restock it. We're still trying to figure out which ones we're going to restock. Our featured Bible plan of the week is Unfair Advantage. And if you had started it on Monday, you could have already almost finished it by now. But it is the featured Bible plan this week. Go check it out on the new version of the Bible app. Subscribe to it. Let us know what you think. Give us a comment or two. Just let us know if it impacted you in any way, shape, or form. But thank you all for listening. Dave will be back tomorrow with Ashton as we wrap up Pace Your Race. And on that note, we out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villa's Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.